0: shine on happy camper life we're loving living and learning online on happy camper happy camper life
1: hey guys welcome to my camp i'm courtney i am your host of the everything camp podcast called my camp and as you can see it is a beautiful day outside and um you know, when we think about camp, we really kind of generally think about, you know, a, a traditional camp experience, a um, log cabin in the sleepaway. But, you know, here at my camp, we're, we want to focus on just really amazing kids programming. Oh, my God. Now I sound like a CEO of PBS, you know, quality children's programming. But really at the essence of what summer camp is and day camp is truly quality educational um, children's programming. And um, I'm really excited to uh, welcome my new friend, Tracy Thomas. She is the founder of Enriched Kids. So Tracy, I was did, all, did a deep dive into the world of Enriched Kids. And as I was going through your website and learning more about your program and I'm reading and I'm like, this seriously sounds like a mom who lives in a community that had something lacking and so she created it herself. Like it is incredible. So welcome Tracy to the HC, welcome to my camp. Um, tell us the my, the enriched kids story, am I right? Is this a mom who like needed to get something done?
0: Yes, you couldn't be more spot on. Um, <laughs> we were formed during COVID when everyone came home was at home with all their children and looking for things to do. And, you know, kids want a break from all the schoolwork that they were supposed to be doing. And my daughter was um, about to start kindergarten at the time. So Zoom preschool was not something that I was interested in, but I love being outside. I'm a nature lover. I have so much backpacking experience. I used to live up in the mountains and I just wanted to instill that in my daughter. And so when we were I was going outside and I was trying to engage her with nature, there I didn't really have the tools on how to spark her interest. So I decided to um, look around to see if there were some um, nature activity books and ways to get kids interested. And there wasn't really anything, that spoke to my heart there wasn't that there I I was looking for that just really sweet gentle interaction with nature and things to do things to look for and I'm not like you know an insectologist I don't know all the different ins and outs and nuances of, of the trees and all those sorts of things so I didn't know really how to spark the interest and create this curiosity because I'm so curious about nature I love all of it I just was not really an expert in it in the deep sense of the word so Um, I couldn't find it out there. So I decided to devote my COVID experience to creating the outdoor curriculum that I so desperately wanted for my family. And um, I... G- grabbed one of my um, longtime friends and we put together a really, really um, a special curriculum in three different areas. We have the we we made these downloadable modules for families to download based on interest. So we have, you know, different nuances of nature. Nature is one of our subcategories we had. So then I became an expert in trees and I became an expert in insects. and we just wrote it for that sort of like, Kindergarten to sixth grade elementary level of interest with different types of activities so that way families can go outside and enjoy nature and have things to do little tasks and um, um, activity ideas to engage their children and. we did it in nature, we did it in nutrition, and we did it in social and emotional learning of just kind of virtues and ethics and ways to inspire that sort of internal creativity in the kiddos. And so they all became downloadable modules, and we had so much fun doing them with my daughter and all of her friends that we had a big um, request for us to open this up and bring it live into summer camps. So. Summer of 2021, we opened it up to the greater Santa Barbara community, and we sold out every single week. And it was so much fun to really just bring all these downloadable modules to life. And that was a blast. And we learned so much about how to engage children of all ages and how to inspire them. And as we moved through the rest of the summer, We had the idea of opening up a homeschool enrichment program so that way kids that are being, you know, not going back to school or the ones that are leaving the school system for various reasons, we could provide that outlet for them to have that one or two days a week where the parents could send them to us for the stuff that like me during COVID, I didn't know how to do all these things, they could send them to us. So that way we could engage them in nature and, and inspire that curiosity of the outdoors. So now we're a, uh, a homeschool program during the year and lots and lots of summer camps during the summer. So
1: what's your, are you a teacher? What's your background? What's your education?
0: So I am not a teacher. I do have a master's degree, but luckily I have my mom who is a Um, she was the chair of the education department at Loyola Marymount University, and she was that in mm. she was in the education department as a professor for thirty something years. So I have her as a very close ally who was helping me shape the program from a traditional educational standpoint, where I was meeting different. Um, of the standards, like meeting different standards and creating an environment where there is learning. However, I am a big, big proponent of some some of the alternative education like Montessori and Waldorf where it's more child-led versus teacher-led. And so I had my daughter in preschool at Montessori and that's where um, I had pulled her from. And so um, the, I've, I, I did a bunch of workshops in Montessori. And the idea of where these children get a chance to choose their interests, whatever it is that interests them, they can follow that. But the trick is making sure that everything around them was a learning rich environment. So that way, no matter which way they turned, there would be something for them to engage and learn and discover and, and create and really uh, broaden their awareness and curiosity. So. That is where I come from. I, my, my heart is in the Montessori world, but um, I'm a product of the public school education system all the way through grad school. And yeah, and my mom as obviously was, was teaching for that, um, that um, school system for many, many years. So we're kind of a blend of both. So I just wanna, you mentioned, you touched on those modules, cause
1: that's how you began. And um, if you go on the Enriched Kids website, you have them listed there, they're available for sale. You have one free download. So I got my download and it was one, a character trait on love. It's 19 pages. I have at my background in education, when I tell you how amazing and awesome this is and the quality that goes into it and not just it being like a pretty piece to print out, but like the topics and the things that you're covering and your literature suggestions, um, we're just are so timely and wonderful. And, you know, I work at a, at a camp, I'm a division leader at a camp um, at, a, at my camp over the summer. And I'm definitely, going to, I see ways to integrate the care, more character. You can never have too much love right? <laughs> into what I do with my own girls. So guys, I, I know I have listeners that are teachers. If you're looking for quality and the price point is so, is so great. Like I'm sure all of them are this quality. So That's my little shout out to you. uh, My little, my little, my little ad. So let's talk now about camp. Like, so you did this and you, you did camp for one summer. So in terms of like camp world, you're like a, you're still an infant. Okay. Are you sitting up unassisted? Um, (laughs) And, and I was like, you're due camp for 10 weeks, (laughs) 10 sessions of camp. I was like, Whoa! That, I mean, I love camp, and ten weeks makes my head spin. So, how many kids do you have in one of
0: your week sessions? So, we um, have about twelve to fourteen kids, depending on the age. And there's two facilitators. So, we <laughs> ran some camps. I ran a winter camp over the the holiday break, and um, I had three facilitators, and we had about nineteen kids. And at that number of children, it wasn't quite the level of engagement that was what I was trying to create. So we do cap it at a small number and keep it a very small, intimate group. And that allows for us to have a really tight relationship with all the kids. And, you know, speaking of those modules, we actually begin um, each day with a um, a lesson in one of those character virtues. And so, I mean, we have personal initiative and responsibility and um, empathy and, you um, Uh, you know, self-respect. And uh, there's so many different ones that that we do and courage. We just finished our courage one this, this past week. And so we really build that into our daily routine. And so as we teach that to them, it kind of rejuvenates us as well. So 10 weeks does seem like a long time, but when, when these kids are getting um, their interest Sparked by what's already inside of them, then they tend to behave in a way that they try to bring out these virtues that are that are inside of them, and it makes it so the weeks go by very very quickly. And right. um, and because we have such small groups, it allows for really special discussions during are you know 12 to 14 kid um groups so that way they're not um it doesn't seem overwhelming and it doesn't seem that they're just kind of a bunch of kids running amok it's it's very like sweet and intimate time
1: you know what i love too is your ages it goes from kindergarten to fourth grade and they're all combined right it's combined age and i always you know growing up some of my most special memories are being, you know, the youngest kid and, and, and like having like the older girl that you would look up to and even vice versa, being that older kid and like having your little, you know, the little kindergartner that's kind of become your buddy the whole week. And, you know, it's such a special relationship. So you're doing, there's so much great growth there. So, um, you guys don't have schedules to add enriched kids. You go through, um, a rhythm. It's the
0: rhythm of the day.
1: So uh, the rhythm of the day take-
0: and the rhythm of their little hearts as they're exploring and running through the wilderness. And you know, we we definitely have a. Kind of a general schedule, but that never has followed to (laughs) to the minute or to the hour, even. And it is like, it's really like there's rhythms everywhere. There's rhythms of the year, there's rhythms of the day, there's rhythms of the seasons, and the children all have rhythms. And, you know, when they're, when depending on what time of year it is, they may be super energetic or they may be worn out Mm -hmm. and they may just kind of want some more quiet time. So we're constantly putting our finger on the pulse of, what these kids are wanting and needing and then we respond in a very like dynamic and real-time kind of way.
1: So take me through best
0: case scenario ideal world rhythm. The rhythm yes when we when they first (laughs) arrive we always let them just get out all their sillies and all their crazies for about a good 45 minutes to an hour. They're climbing trees, they're inventing games of tag. We have uh, books that are out. One of the facilitators may be doing a little story time. We can have arts and crafts, paint out watercolors. It's all a wide open free time where they can just kind of adjust from home life to camp life and in a way that is just whatever they're needing. And then we will move into our circle time for the morning, and that will consist of speaking of the virtues that we call our inner superpowers. and we yeah. use. <laughs> yeah, and we we pull from I those walls, obviously. And um, we all the different activities that are in there are designed to get children aware of, what they're, of what's already inside of them and do some activities to kind of extract it and bring it out and let them realize that there are ways to um, increase what's already in there and they can learn to focus on what, they're, what they want and what they're going towards. And we talk about the, the benefits and why someone would want to even bother cultivating any of these virtues. I mean, it's, it takes effort to cultivate courage or, you know, yeah. to do some personal initiative, but when they learn that it benefits them, it is a really sweet uh, process of inner growth and development and developing self-confidence. And it's funny, we, we did um, personal initiative back in the fall. And um, I can't tell you um, how many parents texted me the very next week like I had probably four or five different parents in my homeschool group text me to say my son made me breakfast and he came out saying look mom I'm doing personal initiative or my daughter made her bed and came out and showed me that she was doing personal initiative. And I just had my phone out and I'm like, you're welcome, you're welcome. (laughs) It was pretty funny, but so that's how- Now, if you could
1: just bottle that personal (laughs) initiative and sprinkle it in their food so it doesn't like start to wane, you know, after they've been gone from camp for two weeks and, you know, you're tripping over (laughs) their shoes by the front door.
0: Exactly, well, yes, that's, that's the goal is that it is, it does have a lasting effect. And so as long as, you know, they can digest and really, Internalize the value it has for them to cultivate some of these inner virtues or inner superpowers, then, you know, it, it hopefully has the ability to last a little longer. But I have to say, I haven't been getting a whole lot of texts about those lately. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but after our morning circle, we will kind of explain to them what our what our day is going to look like and in our homeschool program it will consist of um, a couple different optional exploration stations and i typically do a lesson on some form of nature studies whether it's um, if we're at a beach location or a beach accessible i'll do something on oceanography like we might do bioluminescence or whales or you know erosion of the sand or whatever various topics are of interest to the kids i'll kind of see what they're interested in. And then I will d- design lessons around those interests. And, you know, I had a, a kid this, um, this year, and he was just absolutely obsessed with Komodo dragons. So when I, I took recommendations or I took requests for um, study topics, he did, he wanted Komodo dragons and he brought in his book and was so excited to participate. And that's what makes it really special is in our Um, our exploration stations when you have student interest then they're going to be really eager to participate and then the other kids see their excitement and they want to participate as well and so it it makes teaching so much fun when you know that they're really jazzed about the topic so we'll kind of present the topics one of my um, other facilitators she'll typically do something on um, social studies where we'll take a trip around the world and each week she'll teach on a new country and the different customs and things that make that country unique compared to our country and, and just the different ways of, of operating and customs and things that make them famous, you know, like in Switzerland, you know, Swiss watches, Swiss cheese, Swiss chocolate, you know, and we talk about the Matterhorn, where else does that look familiar? And so we just really right. talk about all the things that- that You meet- are in
1: California, guys, she's in California. <laughs>
0: Exactly, and so um, we'll in our morning circle we'll we'll present what the options are, and so this brings in the Montessori element of even when there is you know more structured learning, they get to choose which station, which exploration station they would like to go to, and then they um, they have a much. Um, they they have a deeper engagement with the topic when even if it's just a choice of two it doesn't have to be their favorite subjects but when when given a choice of two different places to go they'll be a lot more engaged in that and so um, after our um, morning circle we'll have snack where they can you know decide what they want to do and we it ends up being for the most part a pretty even split occasionally it'll be a little bit lopsided but that's totally fine and we 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 accommodate for that and then we go into our our exploration stations and so in the summertime we will have slightly shorter um, exploration stations because we have um, only a four hour day versus in the school year we have a five hour day, but the kids get to choose and we're going to have a bunch of different options and activities and each week in the summer is themed. So we're going to have a whole week on oceanography or a week on science experiments or a week just really focusing on nature arts and crafts and um, so spend about 45 minutes to an hour in the exploration stations and then it kind of naturally turns into a a free play more fort building and tree climbing and that sort of thing and then we go into lunch and after lunch it's just um another hour before it's over and we have a, a bunch of arts and crafts options or if they're busy playing games or diverting the creek and learning some you know structural engineering then they're going to they're off doing that so we support whatever it is that they want to be doing in the afternoon but we just we we provide a lot of options so that way they're going to be engaged in whatever it is and truthfully they self organize and play a bunch of tag games and you know like that's that's what they want to do and so we'll get in there I don't seem to be able to run as long and quickly as they can just play tag but we get in there with them and we'll play you know, different make-believe games with them and, you you know, using rocks and sticks as currency. And I mean, it's just the their creations and the way that they invent things just boggles my mind. So we're just kind of along for the ride, facilitating and making sure that it's fun for everyone and everyone's included.
1: There's no limits (laughs) when you're at camp. So do you have a dedicated, like dedicated camp space? Like this is our
0: address, like where, how do you, how do you do that? nature is our designated space. We do not have any sort of um, set brick and mortar building. We have a lot of wild spaces here in Santa Barbara. And so we are, we have, you know, nine or 10 different wild space locations within a 10 minute drive. And so uh, we just, we rotate everything. So in the summertime, each week we're in a new location. And during the school year, each um, 10 sessions um, quarter, we change to a new location. And so we have just, we are so lucky to have so much wild open space here. And so when we're going for hikes and wilderness wanders and nature explorations, we can change things up a bit so that it stays new and interesting and exciting to the kids um, every time we go outside, there's, there's something fresh for them to explore which keeps that interest and curiosity high.
1: Wow. So I know there is a really big focus. Um, You have a big focus on nutrition. There's a focus on food. So explain to me why there is such a focus and why teaching nutrition is important at Enriched Kids.
0: Yeah. So I am a board certified holistic nutritionist and that was what I was Uh. doing pre-COVID. And so my daughter grew up understanding all about, you know, the, 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 the gut buddies in your, in your gut and what you, why you need to be eating nutritious food. And she knows the difference between probiotics and prebiotics and all these different elements of, of, of nutrition. And, you know, she turns wackadoodle-doo when she has too much sugar. And so we talk about that. We talk about why that happens, what, like, what it does to your body. And so she was able to, at a very young age, um, make choices where she is going to be at her best as a result of those choices. So she know, like, for example, last night she wanted to have a snack before bed. And she's like, Mom, can I have one of one of these? And I was like, Well, there's a little bit of sugar in there. She's like, Oh, I don't want that. That'll keep me up. And so she she yeah. knows these things. And so she opted for a carrot. And I'm just like, that's pretty cool. awesome. <laughs> She opted for a carrot for dessert. Um, no, it was just it was, you know, after dinner. It was an after dinner snack. Snack. We had a a really early dinner, but it was just one of those things where she understands that she's not going to be her best. And, you know, sometimes when there are kids that are just running crazy in a, in a, in a public square, you know, I, a lot of people will kind of jump to the conclusion that, you know, there might be an ADHD or some, some sort of um, imbalance that that needs to be corrected, but we look at that and think, gosh, if we, if they would just cut down on a little bit of the sugar, I bet that they would internally have that sort of calmness that that that, that the parents are seeking. And so we really just try to instill a lot of this in the kids in a very um, soft and non-teaching kind of way. Like right. we don't we don't um, initiate the the subject matter, but if if kids ask about why we eat the way we do. We are like, you know, I'll let my daughter Brighton answer the questions and because she, she can explain all of it. And we we have the modules online that are mm-hmm. for download if someone's interested in gut health, if someone's interested in sugar, and if someone's interested in brain health, like you can go and download it and it's all designed to be teaching children all about it. It's it's there's a, a component for the parents to grasp it, but then there's ways for the parent to teach it to the kids. And so while we um, have that as part of our downloadable modules, we certainly don't want to be preachy for you know right, a certain right. way to eat and not everyone can not everyone can right. go to Whole Foods not everyone can, yeah like, you know, families aren't going to be necessarily changing the, the, the way that they eat. And, you know, we do everything in moderation. And, um, you right. know, we we have ice cream a couple times a week. Like we're not really extreme by yeah. any means, but, you know, we certainly don't have it every night and we don't have candy bars and those sorts of things. So we just, we're aware of the pros and the cons. And, you know, we when, when we go to the fair, we'll get cotton candy like everyone else. But at the same time, um, we don't do it at the end of the day. We'll do it while we can still run around and, and, and get it all, up. but we just understand all of that stuff. And when families mm. are curious, I have an immune guide available to all the families on how to boost your immune system. Because, um, when kids, you know, obviously during COVID families were just like, well, what do I do to boost my immune system? And so when, um, we didn't want children to be getting COVID so they could still come to camp we have a, an, an immune guide of what ways that you can boost your immune system. So that way it you know, helps to maximize the health potential of the kids for, for the, the duration of camp. And hopefully it continues throughout the rest of the year.
1: Well, you know what? Lessons on food are so important to learn. I mean, at a young age, because, you know, as you get older, you know, I'm in my forties, you realize like it's all about the food and those, you know, habits are, you know, harder to break as an adult. But if you had a little, if I knew what I knew at 14, as I, you know, like hindsight is always 20, 20. So those are really important lessons. And at least they're hearing the language and you're talking about them. So these aren't, you know, they might not be following it, but they're not new concepts. You know, it's important that they're hearing it before. So, We've been talking about camp and I think it's time that we play some camp games. Okay, Trace, Trace. All right, so I asked you to bring a thing because now it's time on my camp where we play, bring that thing. Did you bring a thing, Trace? I did, let me go get it, it's right out here. Okay, okay. Okay, I have the thing. All right, so tell me something
0: about this thing. Are you curious in what, it, like physically what it is or what it, what it's used for? Just, it, it doesn't, it's, it's all
1: part of the picture of the thing. So you can tell me a little story about it, you know, like anything.
0: All right, this, should I just give you clues? Yeah, you yeah, okay. can. Yeah. This is used for speaking. It has the word peace in it, and it is a, um, an object that creates emotional safety, and, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like, there's so much. That's so much. <laughs> it's used for speaking. It has a peace sign in it. No, um, yeah, it has the, the word peace as part of it. The word peace in front of it, um, and it's for personal safety
0: emotional safety it, creates, it helps to create a um a space of emotional safety
1: um is it like some sort of like talking
0: stick it is like a talking stick dude i it, never guess it right <laughs> i
1: never guess it right you need, okay, give me too many like, clues <laughs> no they can tell me exactly what it is and i'd be like i don't know i'm like focusing so
0: oh <laughs> high five so 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 It's our peace stick, and so when children have disagreements or there's some sort of, um, you know, some a contentious spirit about two kids. We will give them the, the P-stick. And when they are holding the P-stick, they are able to share their feelings and their emotions without interruption. And then it passes over to the other person. And then they share their feelings and emotion without interruption. And then it can go back and forth and back and forth until they've shared what's on their heart. And then it naturally resolves itself. Sometimes there's some facilitator intervention to kind of help d- guide the direction, sure. especially with the younger kids. But with this P-stick they are able to share their feelings without judgment and without anyone interrupting them.
1: I love it. Thank you for sharing. So that was another episode of Bring That Thing. (laughs) Okay, so my last fun game is my favorite camp game and it is called the seven second challenge. So Tracy, I'm going to give you a number of challenges and you will have seven seconds to complete them. Are you ready? Are you up? for the challenge.
0: I am up for the all challenge. Right.
1: Challenge number one. You have seven seconds to name all seven dwarfs. Go. One. Sleepy, Sneezy, Dopey, Doc, uh, Grumpy, uh, Dang it. That's okay, I couldn't tell you them either, right? So <laughs> what, what did you get? What did you get? Sleepy, sleepy,
0: sleepy s- Grumpy, Doc, Dopey. I got five they're so like a
1: grumpy and a sneeze did you do sneezy oh
0: that's one of them yeah
1: okay all right all right if you're watching and you're listening comment and leave the missing doors that we're forgetting in the seven second challenge all right the last one and this is my favorite you have seven seconds to create a new word and
0: define it go I just did wackadoodle. Wackadoodle is a word that we created, and it's when you go crazy from having too much sugar, and you're running around like a banshee.
1: <laughs> so right now, Tracy, act like a whack-a-doodle. Show me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely <laughs> some whack-a-doodle behavior, Tracy. So, Trace, you have in two years started with an amazing collection of educational modules that are available for sale online, which. Turned into an incredible homeschool supporting program where parents can drop their kids off one to three days a week for an amazing program, which is basically like camp during the year. And, and, and this is like within two, not even two, two years. Last year, you ran a 10 week day camp summer program, which you are continuing this week. Like, what's next for enriched kids, Tracy? What more can you do? What's, well, what's we the are going to
0: be sending, we're, we're working on creating like a licensing so we can have other moms that are looking for something to do to have mm-hmm. a, like an open and go, just add water homeschool program for their area. And so if someone doesn't want to create this from scratch, like we did, you can be a part of Enrich Kids and open up a branch in your neighborhood. So we would do all of the the marketing and the programming and the registration, and we facilitate. We help su- support facilitators, so we definitely are working on creating that for other families and other stay-at-home moms that are trying to um, trying to work and want to be with their kids and provide an environment for their community where they can add so much more to their children's lives. Than, um, than you know, just going on a on a nature walk without really knowing what to do. There's there's the 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 social and emotional part. There's the camaraderie. There's the that sort of teamwork that happens with the curiosity. So that is where we're going, trying to bring this to a neighborhood near you.
1: <laughs> Brilliant, Tracy. Brilliant, really. Like I am inspired by your entrepreneurial spirit. Like you and I could have a talk about that. Like. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and joining me in the HC at my camp to talk about enriched kids. I wish you the most incredible summer. How
0: many weeks? What's your countdown? How many weeks till camp? Uh we I haven't even, I don't know, two months, I think. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I think we have seven weeks until camp. Our first one's on on June 13th. So we have a Okay. All right.
1: The countdown is real. Well, Tracy, I hope one day our paths cross. Um, If I'm ever in California, I'm in Florida. I will definitely make a point to stop and see the amazing things that you're doing there. And um, we will meet. I'll meet you at the campfire. I'll save some more for you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Take a moment to shine.